The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I am Boyd Hilton. It's one of our semi-regular bear specials. And uh, I'm not referring to the um, uh, LGBTQ plus subculture. I'm talking about two legendary Arsenal fans who are both nicknamed The Bear. What, I ask you, are the odds? We have, obviously, my regular sidekick and general all-round um, legend, Josh Landy. Josh The Bear Landy. Hi, Josh. Hey, boys. Great to have another Bear special. It is. It really is. And we're joined by the equally legendary Gareth The Bear Parker. Hi, Gareth. Hi, Boyd. Hi, Josh. Um, I was going to say, yeah, there, uh, apparently I do have a, a a look that appeals to a certain uh, demographic uh, mm. as well. So so that's good. Uh, you are good to, good to fully know. bearded as we speak. I, I mean, you could say that. I mean, while, yeah, I'm, I'm going to see my man tomorrow to trim it. Um, I'm trying to offset it with these new glasses, by the way. So for, for listeners who mm. can't see anything, it'll, it'll mean absolutely nothing. But uh, apparently... Uh, these work, so yeah, I'm I'm going with a a, a new look. This is my grown up look. Did your previous yeah. glasses not work? They didn't have glasses. These are these, oh. are, these are entirely new. This oh, is, wow. They're basic, but they're readers, Boyd. I am okay. of an age where now I, um, yeah, prostates, glasses, all these things are happening to me. I mean, oh it, yeah, it, I've got high blood pressure officially. Oh. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you. Yeah, I'm on pills and everything. Um, I was diagnosed just before the um, Man United game, and as you can imagine, that was not I was say, that did did not help. No, but, uh, but what 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 a wonderful way to test it. Yeah, yeah, I've survived. So you know, well, I was saying it would have been quite a good way to go to be one of those people. You know, when there's an incident in in the <laughs> stand. And, um, you know, a big, and the game has to stop. And also, I would have been with Dermot O'Leary. So it made it even more of a, a, a kind of a good story, I think, for the for the papers. Yeah, and no, I saw Dermot's post about, yeah, it was, I mean, obviously, I'm I'm coming on after a defeat, but uh, mm. a defeat I, a defeat I was at that didn't feel like a defeat. I'm sure we'll get round to it. We it was, will, yeah. 
I don't know about you, Josh. I can barely remember this game, the uh, the FA Cup game against Manchester, even though it only happened what four days ago. I don't know. I've kind of like you, filed it away. Maybe you did you watch it, or were you worried about the blood pressure? I did watch it. Uh, I wasn't right. too worried about the blood pressure in that particular game because I think we've you know I think as a I've just well, we've the just FA heard doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. You're say you're saving yourself for a big game at the Emirates anyway. Oh, yeah. for your high blood pressure yeah. um, incident. Would you rather have an incident at, at like a really big game or like quite a minor game where you would get more focused? Because um, like had it happened, people I think would have still been talking probably about Arsenal beating Man United. So but, charming. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just think it, you no. might have struggled to get that off top spot. But what, what, a, hypothet- what a hypothetical! It's like, I know. Boyd, 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 where would you most like to collapse? Uh, what game? Yeah, um, I yeah. mean, ultimately, there are certain games. That I think I'm, I'm genuine. Right, I'm going to say not particularly soothsayer in me, but I think the game on February the fifteenth that will be a test. Uh, yeah, that would be. It, 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 the atmosphere is going to be incredible. Yeah, um, that's the one I'm penciling in. Yeah. To be, to be yeah. honest, yeah. well, um, well, let it be known that that you're loved, uh, and that we, uh, <laughs> boys, you can't go anywhere. We, 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 we no, need no, you no. here at the it, He'll be fine. And, uh, in in fact, okay. boys, boys, sorry, sorry, Josh, I know mm. you want to move on, but I was going to, I was going to no, do no. This, off, this off air, but I'm going to flatter Boyd on air. Um, in that, I was uh, spent the weekend in Manchester, including I had. Uh, brunch with my good friend Stanley Chow, the artist, big Man United fan, uh, and and he he was is always very excited that, that I'm friends with you and I do this with you because he 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 thinks you're magnificent. Was, oh, love what? boy, tell boy, tell boy that I love him. So Stan oh Chow, gosh. yeah, That's he, he, he I asked him whether we were talking about podcasts. Uh, he said that he listens to very few, a couple of Man United ones. Oh, and obviously Boyd's Boyd's film work i'm like okay obviously why why, why, wow. why yeah there you go so well, yeah, he, there you go well there you go bit, bit of mutual appreciation perhaps, yeah I, yeah I i salute him as well yeah for sure um, yeah, do you want me to invent a few people that listen to your podcast as well boyd or are you okay with that flattery? Please, yeah no if you could get some of your clients i feel like martin keown would love my uh tv film podcast tv podcast right, i'll, well, I'll yeah. send i'll send him a link um you're I, right I, though I, friday feels a long time ago I yes. mean, Gareth, Gareth was there, so I'm intrigued to hear about it. I I thought about going, and, and right at the end I didn't, just because mainly there's uh, three out of the next four Saturdays are away trips, which I'm looking forward to and, and going to. Um, Leicester City tickets secured this morning when they went on sale, so very much uh, excited for that one. Um, but, um, it, I mean, yeah, you sort of, we, we went first. You sort of, I, it got to Sunday afternoon, so I had to remember that Arsenal had already taken part in this weekend. Yeah. Um, which is a which is a, a bit a bit of a shame when they were gone so long, but I mean we'll come to it. But it it did kind of feel like if you're going to lose, we lost well. Yeah. yeah, I felt personally that quite, quite. I had this feeling before the game that if we we got to play Man City three times, right, um, including imminently on February fifteenth, as as a uh, bear number two has just re- referred to. Um, and um, I felt like there's no way on God's earth we're going to win all three, right? Absolutely no way that's going to happen. So I would much rather actually lose the first one in a competition which we've won fairly recently and we have other priorities all of a sudden this season 
And so my own, in, and that's, you know, it's, it's, it's just, there's no great logic to it, but apart from the fact that I just felt we couldn't possibly beat them three times. So now I feel like we've got that one out of the way and we weren't terrible. And they, it wasn't an embarrassing defeat. We actually, I would say we went toe to toe with them until kind of the second half maybe. And then they exerted a certain amount yeah. of pressure when, when, um, when party went off Passes. with his rib issue, which apparently is okay. Um, then, then it showed a. It showed how important party is. I think he is the the most important player, isn't he, at the moment? Like he just makes the whole thing work in midfield. The way he intercepts the ball, the way he wins the ball back, the passes, etc., are incredible. And we so missed that the, the jump from him to Lukonga with all. Well, not even with all due respect to Lukonga, with the, just the realism of Lukonga, it's just enormous. So, I was like, fine, I'm fine with it. We had a non-embarrassing defeat. We could actually, you know, we could have done, we could have got a draw easily. Um, what was it like for you, Gareth the Bear Parker, to be actually there? And what was your feeling about it? What do you think about so, the team selection and the whole So, so I was going to say, I, yeah. I, 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 ha- I have a sort of a footballing comment and then like, almost like a more, an observation, but, but they both end up in the same place. In terms of footballing, when on the way to the game, so I took my girlfriend who is, we were up in the, the reason I went, Josh, because uh, it was a, a long way on a Friday night and similar to you, yeah, there's lots of other games to go to. Um, my partner, she lived, uh, she's from Blackpool. So we went up to see her parents on the Saturday. So it was a weekend up in Manchester. So, I, and when I told her I was going to go to the game on Friday, she genuinely looked crestfallen and said, what will I do? And I said, you don't want to come with me, do you? She said, I'd love to come with you. So I took uh, my girlfriend to her first ever football away game. Uh, she's been to the Emirates once. Um, I did I didn't want to take her again after that, I'll be honest with you, uh, because uh, she didn't really, really contribute much. Uh, but I thought, listen, uh, the least I can do is take her. Um, so, we, so, so we went. And, and the first comment before, on the way at the game, looking at the team, I said to her, and obviously I got uh, a great bit of, sort of punditry back from her about our much weakened side. I said, oh, God. I mean, this is this is probably five, six changes from the team. They've made one, two. I mean, their keepers... And, and ultimately, that for me gave me the most positivity at the end of the game in terms of the football side was we made so many changes and in particular in key positions. So Matt Turner makes me nervous. Um, I, I don't think he's a particularly calming influence at the back. And you talk about the drop down from Party to Lakonga. I think the drop down from Ramsdale Turner is, is big. I think that it, it just... And then holding, holding against Haaland. Everyone in the crowd was like, oh, good God. Um, and it was, I mean, you talk about toe-to-toe, it was quite Greco-Roman at points, I feel. But it, <laughs> he it, he, he didn't, apart from the size of Haaland, which is staggering when you see him in the flesh, um, it's a huge lump. He, he didn't scare me, and they didn't scare me. And bearing in mind that they had, with the exception of Edison, and, and listen, Edison obviously is, is a fantastic goalkeeper in the distribution and inc- increases their sort of productivity. But at the end of the game, I was like, not only would I have, t- I mean, I think we could have beaten them. I don't think we'd necessarily not win all three. I genuinely think we are a better team than them. I think we are, our first choice 11 is better than theirs. The problem is that we cannot Bold play. Words. Well, I, I, I mean, uh, this isn't, this is, I mean, th- th- there might be an element of hyperbole. And I, I also told, same partner when I got back from Man United game that I was madly in love with Zinchenko and partly because he'd take a bullet for me and I'd do the same for him. 
to which she said, go to sleep, Gareth. But um, <laughs> I like that. In that story, I was half expecting to say you'd profess your love for your, your girlfriend, but no, oh, no, no, no. Zinchenko. Zinchenko, because he cares about me. Oh, we all, love, we all love Zinchenko, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so this is it. So we made these changes. We did go toe-to-toe. There were huge positives. Trossard has fitted seamlessly into mm. the way we play. Um, there were, Yes, there are concerns in terms of the party. The Xhaka thing, I was at the last... FA Cup game against Oxford, and and he made a huge difference when he came on. So I think that there are players that enable us to play, and that first choice eleven we have is staggeringly good. And I I, I think Eddie's doing a good job, and obviously being more productive in front of goal. But I think Jesus will have a huge impact when he comes back. So all these positives, I saw nothing that scared me from City at all. Like mm. I think that they are a very good side with incredible players, and obviously they, but they have they they have. Players who are out of form, players who maybe are on the wane. All this is true. The other thing, and this is my other observation, is I have not gone to, I don't know if you've spoken to anyone else that was there. It's the worst atmosphere from a home crowd that I have genuinely, this isn't hyper, that mm. I have been in years and years and years. It reminded me of when, I, I mean, I've seen us... I'm fortunate enough to seen us win at quite a few grounds, but there's always been a bit like some big grounds, Anfield, Old Trafford. This is great. There's always, yeah, we can quieten the crowd down, but there'll be roars, there'll be there'll be swells. There was nothing. When they scored, and I don't know whether it came across on the TV, there was a smattering of it. And then, as is the way with Arsenal at the moment, and this is what, and I think last time I was on, I spoke about, this is what, I'm enjoying the moment. And no matter what happens, it's a, it's a pretty special time to be an Arsenal fan because... The culture of the club and the way the players are and the way the fans are, there's joy, there's there's togetherness, there's connection. So when they, when City scored, we sang louder and it was great. Mm. And again, my girlfriend said, it's amazing. You guys are amazing. I'm like, yeah, it's not always been this way. But she was also like, did the home crowd normally sing? And I was like, well, normally a little bit, yeah. And they didn't. I tell you when they did pipe up, when we were filtering out the stadium. And I remembered us getting beaten in the League Cup final a few years ago by them and being 50-50 down Wembley Way sitting in Arsenal and me saying to a couple of them who were giving a family of four some foul mouth grief for being shit. And I was like, why are you doing this? Your team are lifting a trophy in there. And they were more intent on rubbing us, rubbing up, because I think there is a sense of just um, this combination of entitlement and pettiness because obviously they they've struggled for so long but and they were doing it again they said mm. they didn't raise their voices during it and so i now i've come out of the game feeling more confident that we can go toe for toe with them and also more driven that i really fucking want us to do it because they are this bunch of entitled tossers <laughs> and yeah uh, it's probably the i most, mean no I, and, and 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 listen I've been I've been attacked by Chelsea fans. I mean, but but there's just something I've forgotten, having not been to City for a few years. I've forgotten what it's like. Yeah, I mean, Josh, even Pep kind of seemed to imply he, didn't, he would never use the word, but even he seemed to imply that the, the fans were a bit entitled at the moment, didn't he? When they booed in that game, uh, that the, the United game, I think it was, wasn't it? Spurs. Oh, Spurs. Thank you. Yeah, Spurs. Um, but I do think it's different, isn't it? Like the difference between us, we're we're not, not expecting this level of success, and we're completely kind of bowled over by it and thrilled by. It. And they've had 
years and years and years of success and they are like the richest club in the world so in a way like you i'd expect i wasn't expect the level of support to be different between the two the two clubs what did you make josh of the team selection did you were you in favor roughly of because as gareth said really apart from i would say lewis um in midfield rico Rico lewis is starting for them at the moment He's, he that's, why to... that's why they're starting. That's why they're selling okay. Cancelo. Him okay. and Ake are the first choice fullbacks at the moment. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Most of their 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 team was more had was more the A team than our team, wasn't it? I mean, that is true. What did you make of that, Josh? Yeah, I thought we might go a little bit stronger than than we actually did in in the end. I mean, by the end of the game, we did have you know, not far off a, a first team out there, didn't we? But, you know, by the time um, uh, Zinchenko was on and Odegaard was on, Martinelli, you know, Saliba obviously came on for holding. So, you know, if you actually look at who who wasn't, um, who didn't get off the bench, you're talking about sort of Ben White, you know, Kiwi or the new, the new centre-back and Marquinhos, who there was a bit of transfer, you know, rumour on today that he looked set to go out on loan. So I think we, you know, we ended up putting in a pretty much everyone we we could have put into the game. Yeah, I, I can only echo what, you know, what's been said. If you're going to go out in the, in the FA Cup, which is always a sad moment, you, I, I really, you always remember kind of, a, you know, yeah. at one point Arsenal went out of the FA Cup and that's kind of, and let's not forget and forward up, up, I don't bring it up to, uh, you know, to joke, but in the times that were really tough, you know, for Arteta in that first, you know, year and a half when we were, you know, finishing eighth in the table, that FA Cup victory at the end of 2019-20 was the hugest of, of, of victories, even though it was in lockdown and, you know, we, we couldn't be there. It felt absolutely, you know, gigantic. So the FA Cup has, you know, provided some respite. You know, last year, the embarrassment of of going out to Nottingham Forest, Um and we have this weird quirk where if you actually look back at the last, you know, six years prior to this, we, we've won it twice and not made it now, um, you know, above out of round four in uh, in five of the last six. So it, it's kind of everything or nothing almost in the FA Cup. So it's, you know, we've, we've gone down the nothing route again, um, as it were. But, you know, did, did we come out with a performance that makes you think we can go toe-to-toe now with City for the rest of the season? If that's as strong as they are, then absolutely yes. And I don't think anyone really came away from that feeling any any more sort of negative on Arsenal's title hopes. I think there was a fear. Arsenal go there, get beat 3-0 very comfortably. And, uh, you know, what that can do for the confidence of, of both sides. But it didn't happen. So... Mm. You know, we are where we are. We're toe-to-toe. We're toe-to-toe. I like the fact that... Slight favourites. We're slight favourites. Oh, Let's we? not get away from it. Oh, yeah, with the bookmakers, uh, yeah. we're, we're oh, slight favourites. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the individual games, you mean? Or the actual... the, the um, Overall, to win the, to win the league. To win the league. I imagine... Yeah, sure. I mean, I can... I presume we are slight favourites to win the home Have a look game. At think, uh, yeah, I think we'd probably be favourites to win the home game. I think... Mm. Going, back to the change, going back to the changes thing, I think we, we, we obviously do need... There is a concern that certain players... You mentioned party. I would include Saka in the importance there. I think that he actually had his quietest game. I was very impressed by Ake. I know yeah. we talked about. I thought he's probably kept him, shackled him as, as as well as anyone has done in the last two seasons. I thought he was very good and obviously popped up with a winner. Um, so so credit where credit's due. I think that there are certain players that I was concerned starting for the very reason of don't want them to burn out. Our defence was, with the exception of Gabriel, second string. 
and that for me was what worried me because I was like, well, that that we're susceptible. They're they they've got Harlan, they've got this, and yes, there's a drop down. I think between our first choice back four, back five, and who played. But that said, nothing. They yeah, they Harlan troubled a couple of times. There's, there's a few moments. De Bruyne shot from 20, 25 yards. I the, the confidence dint would be had they battered us and we held on it wasn't yeah. at all I think that the way that we were playing and it's the patterns of play thing I think that's what probably and again how beautiful is this would have when we beat United one of the things I was most pleased about and I think I'll test a point is to it was like we played we carried on playing our game and there is there is a Guardiola-esque way to that repeated patterns of play thing that we do now with the passing between the lines the first time no look switching of play people and teams know we're going to do it and they can't stop it. And it's great to watch. We were still doing that against City on Friday and get and and breaking the lines. We were getting in behind them. Trossard, I mentioned earlier on, I've always quite liked him as a player. And he's one of those sort of signings that probably didn't excite very many people, but was one of the savviest things I think we've done. And if we can now, and I'm sure we'll get onto it, that the... the uh, Brighton, um, God, Brighton are good at selling players, aren't they? Because they do. They, they are. I mean, yeah. Try, try going, go, going for a bit of um, negotiation with professional poker players, right? It, yeah, it, it's, it's, we'll, it's, go, it's, we'll get onto that. We'll get onto that. We don't. But, I want almost the entire second half could be about the, uh, yeah, but, the Brighton, but, the Brighton player. But, the twists but and was, turns happening as we speak, by the way. I would say um, yes. But we, yeah, we we did we did bring in certain players, and, and, and there were. You're, Josh, you're right. At the end, there were lots of first string players on and but but it wasn't it never felt I never thought we really went for it if we'd really wanted to go for it we'd have kept Saka on and we'd have hooked Vieira for Erdegaard there's there was a there was still a preemptive plan in place I think to keep our team fresh yeah so, so again I, I think he he Arteta seemed very seemed almost oddly annoyed afterwards. But I think his team selection. I think you're right. His team selection sends out a message, and I think I felt that they wanted it more than us in this particular game. Um, just just yeah, that little bit more, which makes a difference. Um, and but uh, but yeah, but him making those substitutions and not and not really ending up with the full full strength team sends sends out a message i mean i think the biggest triumph for me was was harland was keeping harland pretty pretty damn quiet which you know rob holding deserves credit for then saliba in the second half that was pretty impressive wasn't it josh yeah i i think you have to give credit i i must say the big chat ahead of the game talking to my mates was about rob holding can he stand up to mm. her harland and there were a few moments early on where you you feared and he was getting too tight. And I think even in commentary, Lee Dixon harped back to that night at White Hart Lane. Yeah. Or the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in May. And we, we saw what happened there and he was getting too tight and ended up with, with two bookings and was off. I yeah, did think him, at yeah. half time there is an element of like, killing is going a bit strong, but slightly killing Rob Holding by taking him off because you're going... I do not trust you to get through another 45 minutes without <laughs> getting booked. And uh, yeah, I did feel a little bit sad for him that he didn't reappear at halftime because he hasn't had very much opportunity this season, but it was obviously pragmatic. And I really don't think if Holding hadn't been booked that, uh, you know, that had been taken off and it would have been nice to see Holding get, you know, full 90 minutes to to prove himself. 
but yeah, overall we we did well. Look, the goal they scored from is, you know, it, it's a result of an outstanding strike from Alvarez. And if that goes in, you you sort of you know think what can you do? Mm. I think they'll be frustrated about the way it's gone in after, and maybe Saka doesn't track as brilliantly as he can, and it's a great bit of ingenuity from Grealish to find Ake and then. Ake does not finish that every single time in the way that in the way that he did. So you can feel a little bit uh, frustrated with it. But overall, yeah, we we kept them pretty quiet. It's not like they had chance after chance. You know, we we matched them. You know, we we absolutely matched them. So yeah, credit to you know to Arteta for showing that he kind of got the team selection right. He he gave a few people that needed some game time, game time, and uh, yeah, we should probably be quite quite proud of how we did overall. Yeah, let's put that game to bed. Let's focus on more, perhaps more important things. The excitement, it's uh, transfer deadline day tomorrow um, as we speak. Um, So we'll talk about that after this break. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. And we're back from the break. As you alluded to, Gareth, um, the Brighton to Arsenal transfer situation is hotting up, I think it's safe to say. And we could be. I'm excited. I'm, I'm half excited just by the fact that, as we speak, according to um, various football journalists I follow, um, that they're all saying that, you know, we're still in for Caicedo and... Um, you know they've they they entered a second bid uh, for seventy million. I think roughly that was turned down pretty instantly. But they're thinking about a third bid. And uh, but the new twist. Have you seen the new twist that's happened in the last I would say hour, half hour or so? Which is that apparently Arsenal have approached Chelsea over the possible signing of Jorginho if they don't get Caicedo. O M G. Yeah, I did see this from uh, David Ornstein, who is uh, usually very, very reputable and re- reliable. And it makes sense that they are, um, you know, uh, opening up other possibilities. Although you always wonder at this moment, is this also to make sure something gets out in the media to maybe think, give Brighton food for thought on on how Arsenal are, are going to play, uh, play this out. And the two clubs must know each other pretty well, right? Ben White, you know, that was a big deal. Brighton absolutely stuck to their guns on a on a transfer fee. They had a very different situation with Trostard, where it's in the public domain that the manager is not going to be playing him, and 
you know, there's a complete breakdown, so he has to leave the club. Um, it's interesting, isn't it, the way that Ricardo put his Instagram and Twitter post, yeah, you know, effectively asking for what effectively is sympathy um, for his, you know, background that he comes from and that he's got an opportunity to presumably go and hugely uh, increase his wages depending on what you believe he's on at the moment, which is, uh, I saw one report claiming it was three grand and then other reports seem to settle it was 15 grand, which is obviously pretty different, but in the grand scheme of Premier League wages, neither is, you know, astronomical. Um, so, yeah, it feels like... Uh, uh, you know, there, there could be some interesting business on the final day of the window, but the Jorginho one is, is, is that ridiculous? I mean, you know, from, from well, I love, they, loves, they, a, loves they, a penalty, loves a penalty. Also, he loves they, a penalty. He's, he's a good footballer. He's not the same. He passes between the lines a la party. Um, he is a, he actually, I think his stats are better than you'd expect in terms of reading the game. Um, sorry. But Josh. on him, I was also going to say, just before we come in, He's he's been pretty public. He's not signing a new contract. So Chelsea again know that they've got a player who's not really playing Kujimo, who's going to leave in six months. Can they take some of a fee given all the spending they've got? I was going to say on? they Maybe need they, they need to body they out. Need so to, it kind they need of makes sense. The books. Well, they've just again the only uh, in the fifteen minutes of swatting I had uh, looking at the transfer centre on Sky Sports, I saw the top of it is that they've bid one hundred and five million for uh, bananas from Benfica. So. Uh, and probably with a 25-year contract or whatever. So <laughs> until they until they put the loophole in, they're going to um, get away with some not-so-FFP. But the for me, the most important caveat to all of this discussion is, and again, talk about Ornstein, you talk about um, some of the other more reputable journalists reporting, that this is not... There's no, hold on, there's no more reputable than Ornstein. No, 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 I'm saying oh. other... Yeah, sorry, sorry, boy. What, sorry, what you said didn't, didn't to, imply my, the opposite. Just to, just to make no, it no, clear. no, 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 yeah. no. I, I completely his word is gospel, but <laughs> the, the he is one of a few people that said it's Rice and whoever we're going for now. And for me, when I read over the last couple of weeks, and having spoken to a couple of people at West Ham, having because I was like, is this bullshit? Is because. I don't think I would I would be more excited about a signing than if we signed Declan Rice at some point because he is a he's a phenomenal player. He's the right age. He's he's a leader. He's everything we. And I was like, then I saw these big links to Kosaida. I'm like, he's a good player. He's a, he's clearly got a great potential. He's very young. He would come in, but please. And it does seem it's it's both. It's not like oh we, we'll get him and then we won't. It's Someone, I think that the idea is it's almost a, 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 a succession plan for the for party Xhaka, who were both in their late twenties. We want a couple of younger players who can play in, in in the six and the eight, who can who can do these roles, and we can move it around. So, from my point of view, obviously, I would prefer. Jorginho does come with a bit of limitation in his play, but Josh is right; it might be a very savvy deal to do. And he he has captained. He again he he seemingly has that leadership about him. And Chelsea do need to. I mean, they're going to they're, they're trying to hawk Gallagher at the moment. That, that they do need to sell players because they're buying all yeah. and sundry. Yeah, I think it's the idea that you know we're we've gone in for we're willing to pay seventy maybe seventy five million for Caicedo, and yet we might end up with 
with Jorginho. You know, I think I'm looking at the the, the response from Arsenal fans on Twitter is is kind of wry humour that you know the chance of getting one of the most um, sought after young midfield talents. Um, albeit, you know, I know it's only you know it's only for what one season really with Brighton, um, but he does has looked absolutely brilliant. Um, as opposed to a man going towards the end of his career, Jorginho coming from one of our main rivals, and you know what they, they and of course the fact that they snatched Mudrik from us, it just feels you know there's a kind of like oh uh, kind of like a if we're going to end up tomorrow on transfer deadline day failing to get Caicedo but getting Jorginho. Putting aside, you know, you know, other other players in who might arrive but, in the summer, but would give us would give us a much better chance of yeah. winning the league. Well, yeah, I think I, I'm not against it. I'm not the, against the, it. The, I think we've we've got to be pragmatic about it. Yes, it's exciting that we are going for these players, and actually, it's even more exciting that we are now relevant to these players. This is no longer. Uh, I'll wait and see whether Liverpool or Chelsea or someone else come in for me. Mudrick only went to Chelsea because he was their only. He, he, they were his only option in the end. Like I've never laughed hard reveal photos than his yeah little little sad face oh yeah we so, discussed it yeah, yeah. so, so I'm, I'm aware I'm, just just re- recapping no, no, no. <laughs> but uh but but th- th- this is the very way like they have to spend that money and pay ridiculous wages to get those players arsenal is a club that the deck i go back to Declan rice and sorry I'm, i i i have a huge sort of footballing crush on Declan rice in terms of watching him play are you obsessed with Declan Rice because of the interview he did with me in uh, Circle Zero Eight magazine last year? Let's say yes. Okay. Um, the um, thought so, but he, he is—he uh, wants to sign for Arsenal. Yeah. This is one of yeah. one of one of the best midfielders in world football, which Casado isn't. Declan Rice is, and he wants to sign for Arsenal. He would rather sign for Arsenal than his boyhood club. This is, for me, more telling to what's going on at our club than the money we're willing to pay. It's the And it goes back to that sense of something special is going on at Arsenal at the moment. And it is not just being clocked by the fans. It's being clocked by players of other teams, which is which for me is something I think to be proud of, something to be excited about. And I'm not too worried about it being... Um, a, a, an issue that we don't get Casado against someone else. I think we, we are we are fishing in the in the right waters. Yeah, I think if we don't get um, uh, Declan Rice um, in the summer, it will be a, it will be a major disappointment. I think I think yeah, everyone's heard, everyone hears that he wants to come, and that that seems the most likely option for sure. Josh, but do you, Josh, what what do you feel about that? If we don't get Casado tomorrow, and we do get Jorginho, how would you feel? Disappointed. I think we, we all have to accept that. Um, but they will have evaluated the importance of getting a body in, in midfield, who do a job. Jorginho would be presumably on a you know a, a much shorter contract. Maybe it's 18 months. I, I don't think it would be um, too much longer than that. But would provide, you know, uh, backup that is definitely needed at the moment. I don't feel it's too likely. Just, um, you know, looking looking at it right now, the the Brighton manager Deserby did give comments after the Liverpool game, alluding to the idea that he Caicedo is off. I think he said something along the lines of "We are considering or prepared that we might have to move ahead without him." So if you put that together with his Instagram post. Yeah. With the idea and, you know, rumours being out there today that they're only sort of five, ten million pounds apart. 
maybe there's still hope. Although by the time people listen to us, they might think we're mad and he's stayed at Brighton. So who knows? But there's, there's clearly a, an awful lot of smoke out there. Um, what might well, be the most disappointing of all is it were Arsenal to sit here at 11 o'clock tomorrow night and haven't signed anyone yeah, in, in yeah, that's, the midfield. That be, yeah. I don't think, you know, Jorginho, by all accounts, is not quite at the peak of his powers, but, you know, he's not necessarily fallen to a level where, you know, we should completely disregard him coming to be part of our squad when you look at some of the names that we've had to have on our bench at, at points this season. So, yeah. We've been linked um, to Jorginho before, I remember, weren't we? I remember... Yeah. Um... Well, the the last two players we've taken off Chelsea, yeah, Willian and, and David Luiz. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Would you, would, you, would you want to become a fan favourite? Yeah. So, uh, here's yeah. hoping. Just to say, though, I'm looking at, I'm looking at Twitter now, and Ornstein, about an hour ago, said, um, you need to understand that Caicedo is among a small number of midfielders who are extremely hot property at the moment, like Bellingham, Enzo Fernandez. Arsenal are trying to get ahead of the competition they will encounter during the summer and want to pounce now. That is only an hour ago he said that, apparently. Um, so I think there's still hope. Yeah, it's exciting. I, what I meant to say, really, when we started the second half was, I'm I'm as excited about a last-minute transfer deadline day drama Almost as I am about signing one of these players, particularly Kaiseido. There is nothing nothing better than a transfer deadline day drama, Gareth, as I'm sure I mean, you appreciate. I, I, my, my fate, Arshavin, I, yeah. I know he never quite it was one of my favorite uh, favorite transfer deadline day. Uh, it was snowing, wasn't it? I just it, magical in my in my like Narnia when we signed him. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I think there's something, and, and actually, I'd extend it, and I don't think. So it's not just the men's team and Arsenal special at the moment. Have you seen that that we've put in a world record bid for Russo um, from Man United Women? So there is clearly something. There's, there's, there is a heavy investment in the team, but in the, in the club. And, and actually, I think having I might even go back and rewatch All or Nothing because actually I, I did find it more interesting than I thought I was going to. And actually, I do think there's been a tipping point in the last, and it's not just down to the manager, it's not just down to Edu. I think the Josh Kroenke influence, there is something, and I think this momentum is being felt throughout the club. So we are serious players. We will we will bid, I mean, I think Arsblog's been saying it recently about bidding tens of millions of pounds, and yet it's, it's almost like we've had the audacity to bid 70 million for a player that's played 21 games in the Premier League. Do you know what I mean? This is this is a lot of money. And I think that maybe, down, we've mentioned Chelsea a lot in this podcast, but their, their fees, their, it, it, it's inflating the market. They're, these players are not worth that. But to, to what you've just said about what Ornstein said about getting ahead... We need possibly to pay over the odds to guarantee. Yeah. So I think that, yeah, I, I quite frankly think it's too much money to pay for him, but I would be very excited because it would be a statement of intent. What, you mean 70, 75 million is too much for him? Yeah, hugely. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 but, but equally, what was 80 for Madrid for Chelsea? Chelsea now buying someone that's played half, like two thirds of a season in Portugal for 105 million. This is. Bonkers, yeah, the Mudrick, so, the Mudrick deal was has was insane, wasn't it? And that has that has absolutely um, blown everything up. Also, yeah. um, the Mail is saying, by the way, just just that um, Arsenal are also looking at other alternatives: Amadou Onana, Yuri Tielemans. I mean, we've been linked with Tielemans for for ages. 
I mean, you um, are you are full Jim White this evening. Oh right? yeah, I, I like you're, to, you're, yeah. You're, you're you're across all platforms. I, <laughs> I know. Um, now, Anana's listen. Anana's a ver- is a very good player, and I think would actually come with a bit of a, a premium because of his age and because he's just an early in his contract. Everton. Yeah, let, let's wait and see. I know that's not necessarily the most incisive comment I've made tonight, but, but um, I think I think that oh, we are fair we enough. Are, we, we are we are we are in a good spot. We can be in a better spot at the end of the day tomorrow with a talented yeah. body being added yeah. to our midfield. I mean, to be honest, I mean, to be honest, what's going to happen is this this podcast will, by the time this podcast goes up, you know, like probably all of this will be irrelevant and uh, all kinds but, of but things. The, but the best thing is whoever we sign, by the way, sir, I know that I'm having a bit of a rant. Um, whoever we sign isn't starting. How mad is that? Yeah, we are yeah, going. Yeah, we yeah. are going. We are. We are looking at spending that amount of money on a player who will be gradually brought in and will provide cover. And we go back to what I said earlier on about our first choice eleven and the way they are playing. Mm. The, there's no way that you would break up the party Jacker Odegaard axis. No, completely. Yeah, Man, I, I, agree, uh, yeah. I agree. So, so, so whoever we're going to sign is a huge squad strength in that it will give players the time to be rotated in and out of the Europa League. But how great is that? We, get, yeah, we, can, we, might be drop, we might be dropping almost 100 million quid on a player that's not going to start for us. Yeah, we might. Immediately. We might, <laughs> we might. yeah. But, yeah. The, the, go on, Josh. No, the thing to say on that, though, is is now, especially with five subs, you you need more players, right? It's, it's 16 yeah. players potentially involved in a game and quite regularly you are seeing sort of Premier League size use your subs. So, you know, yes, maybe not starting, but you know, it's going to be a, playing know, a part, an understandable yeah, yeah. regular contribution. I, I can't imagine, you know, were he to sign tomorrow from Brian Castiedo, would be sat there, you know, getting splinters or whatever the expression is. I'm pretty sure we'd see some game time very, very quickly. So, well, um, even Trossard, yeah, even it's, Trossard. it's quite Trossard, exciting. Yeah. It, it's, it's exciting. Yeah, Trossard Bottom straight line. in. Yeah. But doesn't, he, he, he doesn't like sitting on the bench. He famously, that's why he kicks off. And we signed him and he's not going to be happy to not be stuck. So he'll have a hunger to displace Martinelli Osaka. So yeah, I, I think it's, again, maybe I'm being too positive. Maybe curmudgeonly me needs to No, no. But yeah, no, I'm no. I'm, boy, I'm well, buoyant. Boyed. Before before we um, turn our attentions to the next game, predictions for um, uh, Everton, I believe, on Saturday. <laughs> that was Everton? Yeah, Everton? Everton is that right? Yes. Yeah, Everton under Sean Dyche. Is he is is fully announced now? Is he's fully yeah. installed? Yeah. Um, but one thing I want to mention was after the um city game, did you did you see the Sinchenko? Your you know, you profess your love for him, Gareth. We all love him. Sinchenko's weird post-match um kind of uh uh a tete-a-tete with his ex-city um colleagues who were like it was weird. Did you see this footage at all? Oh, Josh, I don't know if you saw it. It was like he started off, he like went to exchange shirts with Walker and then Walker kind of like grabbed him and picked him up in like a bear hug and which seemed to hurt Sinchenko, who is a much slighter individual than admittedly than Walker, Carl Walker. And kind of like, then he kind of pushed him. And then there was just this weird, like, I don't know, it was like a kind of bunch of, of, of animals kind of circling each other. Um, it was just odd. Am I making too much of it, Josh? Did you see it? Did you think it was weird as well? I thought it was slightly odd because you're waiting for them all to sort of start giggling and laughing together yeah. and sort of embrace, and it doesn't quite happen. Um, 
you know, it, in the end, it's uh, it's a strange bit, bit of content, but it just about looks content, on the side of friends. Of it's a bit of content. Uh, it's a thing that happened right, as well. It, it's a, a real thing that happened yeah. in, in real life up in Manchester, where Gareth was was there yeah. and can testify. The whole the whole thing happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it was just about edging on the realms of like friendliness at the end of it. But my God, do you believe anyone in our squad wants to win the Premier League more than the way Zinchenko acts? I don't. Like he's yeah. desperate. He's a yeah. winner. Um, there was some nice, uh, another piece of content I saw this week uh, of Zinchenko, which was him as a Manchester City player giving yeah. like an incredibly rousing uh, team talk ahead of a, a fixture for sort of all his teammates about telling them out there to go and make themselves legends and go out and win the game. So, yeah, I mean, you you love that he's there in our team. And in another uh, aspect on Zinchenko, um, I did see that he was the one that supposedly dragged Kiwior into the dressing room after the victory against Man United. He'd obviously been there watching the game in the stands and uh, embraced him and made sure he came into the dressing room. So, well, if you're here, you're here and you're with us and you come celebrate with us. And got to love a bit of Zinchenko yeah. at the moment. Amazing. He's That's a it. firm player. It, it, it would take a bullet for me, Josh. Mm. You didn't see um you didn't see Gareth the Zinchenko post-match shenanigans with um the exercise. No, I mean just but let's put it out of boisterousness. No, I didn't. I, I was too busy being uh given shit by scroty little Man City fans. Oh yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um I, I mean I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure he'll be fine. Um I just wanted to mention it. So yeah, let's turn our attention to you going, uh Josh, to uh to Everton on Saturday, early kickoff. I am going. Um, I'm really, really looking forward to it. It's one of the sort of crappest away ends, I think, left in the in the Premier League. And there is the um, small fear that you find yourself right behind a pillar and unable to see quite a bit of the action, which is a novelty you don't get many places in the Premier League anymore. It's going to be an early start, but I'm excited for it. Sean Dyche, 15 games against Arsenal as manager, just one victory. Um, yeah, and let's uh, desperately hope it's uh, another defeat. But I do think quite quite a lot about that trip to Everton when Damari Gray scored an absolute crazy goal oh, when God, Everton, yeah. hadn't won a, Everton hadn't won a game in however long and it looked like we kind of gave their season the boost it desperately needed. And yeah, let's, let's just hope. It's Everton of, feel it, a mess. Yeah. I, I actually think Everton are still going down. I feel quite... Um, I feel... Quite soon, they're just in too much of a mess, and too many, you know, players that haven't worked out, injuries they've suffered. So I do think we'll be okay. I, I, I think it'll be. I think I'm returning to London with the three points, Boyd. I certainly hope so. Two nil yeah. to the Gunners. Okay, excellent. Gareth, are you going? No, I'm not. I, I was, I was tempted, but I have my daughter this weekend, and I'm wanting to take her to an away game soon, but I decided that wasn't the one to go to. Not for any other reason apart from the ridiculously early start, and the fact she has circus skills on a Saturday morning, and she wasn't particularly happy about missing that. Um, Everton is a great away game, though, and actually, it's the opposite to City, and I'm, I'm with Josh on on, on the... Uh, the view you sometimes get it's not quite Selhurst Park with with the gantry and uh, and the pillars, but it, it it's also not 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 a great view. But the atmosphere is, tends to be really good, and I, so I think that there will be a a yeah a good crowd, a good atmosphere. But I think that will also play in our favour. And there is just something about the team at the moment where yes, of course, uh, uh, yeah, the, the shudder, the Damari Gray shudders, I share with you, Josh, but. 
and I've been there. I think I saw James Beatty score a winner against us ages ago. Like it, it's not an easy away game, no matter how bad Everton are, because of the crowd, because of the fact that they tend to raise themselves to the games. I just think that we probably will have too much for them. I think they may score, um, but I would expect us to three-one. I think we we we, we will. Um, go into the game like we approach every other game this season with the belief that we'll win. And yeah, I think we'll have too much for them. Yeah, I think it might be closer that just because, you know, slight new manager bounce, even if it's Sean Dyche, you never know. The, the, the Dyke the Dyke bounce. The, the, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm I'm gonna go two one, yeah, but I'll, it'll be it'll be we have to win that game, yeah. You think we should win that game? Aren't City playing Spurs? Is that right? They are. Yeah, at, that's quite at, interesting, isn't it? At Spurs, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's the one time that I've ever, when I watched the City Spurs game the other day, and I was like, oh, neutral. It'd be good if there's a point taken. Then when Spurs went 2 0 up, I was like, oh, okay, this, this is, I'm all right with this. I'm comfortable with this. And then it's the only time when I take a couple of my Spurs sporting mates going, like, is this what it's like to be a Spurs fan all the time, jokingly? And they were like, you're shit. I'm like, okay. That was reassuring that it was, but yeah, yeah, never, 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 never believe that they'll do us a favour at all. And, and I think that talk about a club in a mess, they seem to be in a bit of a a sorry state, like a state of almost like a bit of, I don't know, stasis, turgid, like something, something's not quite right there. They're not moving forwards. They're not, they're not doing anything really. So yeah, I, I don't expect favours. Um, but there again, that they they are they have that sort of Kane Sun axis yeah. that sometimes turns up. So who knows? But yeah, no, we we get. I mean, they always seem to play. Early. Yeah, they always seem to play better against City than they do against most teams, don't they? They 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 they, they at least challenge City to some extent. Um, even though they obviously they did lose that two goal advantage last time, but anyway, let's just let's just worry about our own team. We're all yep. fairly fairly convinced that. Do you think it was uh, before we sign off, Gareth? Do you think um, we actually will win the league now? Do you actually are you going to go that far? Are you are you? Uh... I really want us to. And I know that's after you're asking for him, but like after after Friday, I really want us to. Do I think we will? Um, I think for the first time properly i think we we can and we should i think that we 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 have a capability do i think we will there's there's a there's a as as city fans were pointing out to me repeatedly uh on friday there's half the season to go um i think that if this is my one caveat if we don't have a significant couple of injuries to key players i think we will yes I think the only thing that will deny us it is a denial of Parsi and or Saka and maybe Erdegaard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. And Jacko. Um, yeah. Yeah. All of those players. Yeah, for sure. Um, excellent. Thank you very much, as ever, Gareth the Bear Parker, for joining us. Pleasure. Thank you to Thanks Josh, for having me. the Bear Landy, as ever. And we will be back next week. See you then. Bye. Bye-bye. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. 
Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.